0: You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in. This is Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, recording from the beautiful metropolis of Orlando, Florida. Thanks for listening. This is episode 204, and we'll be talking about lawsuits, specifically talking about whether or not there's ever a moment where a Christian ought to file a lawsuit against another christian should christians ever sue other christians um this is a question that is specifically addressed in the scripture so we're going to dive into uh, a passage of scripture in just a moment Uh, before i do that i want to just say that, that that situations like this are very sobering to me the fact that i have anyone out there asking my opinion on this sort of topic is a big deal i take it i take it very seriously Um, I, I, I sort of have a, have a holy fear as I, as I address these sorts of situations. Uh, I was nervous to actually dive into this topic, quite frankly, um, because I'm about to say some things that, that may seem contrary to what humans want to do. And they may seem harsh. It may seem extremely difficult. Um, so, so this is, this is hard stuff to dive into and hard stuff to answer. Um, but I feel like I've got listeners that are asking these sorts of questions and I, I really want to, I want to. In the most Christ honoring way, address these really important sorts of topics. Um, This particular topic was brought to me by a regular listener. So, this episode is inspired by an email I got from a listener who asked me to keep his name anonymous and to keep uh, most of the details of the situation anonymous. I've I've corresponded back and forth with this regular listener and just said, um, you know, I would keep it anonymous and and got permission from him uh, to to share one specific portion of. Of the e-Muslim, uh, So he talks about starting a business. Uh, he started a business with some people in his church um, and the business has has gone bankrupt and gone bad in, in some ways and so um, he and his wife lost a lot of money and they're really frustrated and they're trying to figure out what to do. So here's a part of the email that he gave me permission to read on air. He says this, um, we started a business with some people from our church a while back. I thought, we thought it would be great to have Christian business partners but the business has since gone belly up. I feel like one of the partners made a lot of mistakes that cost us a lot of money, and I was willing to forgive that, but a different partner, I feel like, lied to us and defrauded us. Me and my wife feel like we got cheated. We've lost lots of money. My wife is very angry. We stopped going to that church, and my wife doesn't even want to be around Christians at all. We've pretty much given up on trying to find a new church. I keep trying to talk to leaders in our church about this, but it feels like no one cares. One of the business partners is someone who has a lot of friends in the church, and a lot of the people seem to be taking sides with him. He has spoken very badly of us. This has caused a lot of frustration in our home. My wife is wanting to file a lawsuit or go to the police, but I keep telling her that the Bible tells us that Christians are not to handle problems in secular courts. How do I handle this? Wow. Let me first just say to our regular listener, I want to say thank you to you. I want to encourage you. I want to praise you. I am so thankful for people like you that are willing to take the Bible very seriously. I think there's a lot of people that would have just said, hey, someone I started a business with defrauded us or cheated us out of some money. I'm going to the police. And the fact that you have stopped and considered the Scripture in this scenario is a big, big deal. A lot of people wouldn't have done that. So thank you for taking the Scripture very seriously. I am so uh, so, uh, so 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 uh, impressed and inspired by your willingness to to be biblical as you approach this. Um, the Bible does tell us in First Corinthians six to to not sue other believers, and so I think I think there is a case, a pretty strong case, to be made to not sue. There are some caveats I want to mention, but before I talk about the lawsuit, I want to kind of just address. The marriage for a moment. I, I actually said this in an email to this regular listener, um, but I want to just say this for anyone listening to this. If you find yourself in a similar situation or a comparable situation where there's a frustration that's causing a problem with your marriage, I want to say deal with that first. Like spend every bit of energy and 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 any ounce of of resource you might have to work on your marriage. Like don't allow these these external things to cripple your marriage, all right? Work on that really hard. Love your spouse, sacrifice for yourself, sacrifice for your spouse, comfort your spouse, do whatever it takes to show your spouse Christ-honoring love and to help to help make sure that your home is peaceful. Um I'd also challenge I would challenge the wife in this situation to to really consider trying to find another group of believers that you could fellowship with. Um, And that's what I said in the email. And that's what I would challenge anyone listening to this. If you find yourself in a comparable situation, find another group of Christians that you can connect with that can really be a part of the support system. That's just really, really valuable. And so I prayed for this couple. I'm going to continue to pray for them. Any listeners out there, I encourage you to pray for these people. And then if you find yourself in a situation, uh, to, to pray that God will give you wisdom as you work through these sorts of things. Uh, this is a a tragic tough, tough situation. Uh, again, I'm honored and humbled that you would ask my opinion. Um, and I just want you know I just want all of us to understand that in these ugly tough difficult situations that we want to handle them with uh, with a with seriousness, with a level of reverence, a level of holy fear of respect and then a value of the things that are most important in this situation, uh, peace in the home and, and the love between man and wife is extremely important. So I would say to anyone who finds themselves in this sort of situation, spend energy investing in your marriage. Um, as far as starting a business with other with other believers and, and something go wrong, something going belly up. Um, if you're in a situation where the person just um, made some dumb mistakes and the business went bad, and you feel like they you feel like they lost money, that that's one case. It's different though if they defrauded you and if they broke the law as they defrauded you. I think there's some a caveat there, but let's read from 1 Corinthians chapter 6. The Apostle Paul says this. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It says this. When one of you has a dispute with another believer, how dare you file a lawsuit and ask a secular court to decide the matter instead of talking to the other believers? Don't you realize that someday we believers will judge the world? And since you are going to judge the world, can't you decide even the little things amongst yourselves? Don't you realize that we will judge angels? So you should surely be able to resolve ordinary disputes in this life you have if you have legal disputes about such matters why do you go outside to outside judges who are not respected by the church i am saying this to shame you isn't there anyone in the church who is wise enough to decide these issues but instead one believer sues another right in front of unbelievers even to have such lawsuits with one another is a defeat for you why not just accept the injustice and leave it at that why not let yourselves be cheated Instead, you yourselves are the ones who do wrong and cheat even your fellow believers. Um, wow, this is a very difficult passage in a lot of regards because again, it challenges us to think about things in a way that is seemingly very opposite, very contrary to what our natural uh, our natural minds might want to think about particular scenarios. When you're frustrated, you feel like you've lost thousands of dollars uh, and, and, and you've been cheated in some way or another. Um, you want to get back at that person. You want some. You want some sort of recourse, um, and so I, 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 the Apostle Paul is not saying just let the people off the hook. But he's saying there's an appropriate way to handle this, and the appropriate way to handle this is first and foremost is to go to the leadership of the church. Go to the elders of your church. Go to older people of your church. Pastors, staff, leadership, whatever. Um, if if you can't go to people in your church or they're not listening or there's an issue there, go oh, go above them. Go to the leaders of the denomination, or, or leaders of whatever network they're a part of, if they're a part of one. Um, maybe if, if you're as a local church, that's not they, they, maybe they're not a part of a denomination or a or, or any kind of local network. In that case, I'd encourage you to go maybe go to, um, go to go to go to some leaders they respect. You know, you know a lot of pastors um, who are overseeing churches may not be a part of a denomination that they are accountable to but they may have other pastors in the community that they look up to that they respect. And so, I would just say keep doing whatever it takes to bring this to the leadership and ask them to step in and to intervene to 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 help bring uh you know uh, to bring some sort of resolution to this and keep and don't give up. Keep praying, keep praying, keep asking God to to convict their hearts, and then keep trying to reach out to them. Send them text messages, emails, write them handwritten letters, whatever. Keep Keep working hard to find people that can step in. Maybe the partners that you started this business with, maybe there are some Christians above them or some Christians that they look up to that you can go to. Maybe it's, you know, older Christians in the church. Maybe it's older Christians in the community, you know, I don't know, find someone that you think they would look up to and ask that person that they look up to to intervene in the situation, to, to bring some resolution. The goal is for you guys to all sit down in a room together, dialogue, discuss, argue, whatever you got to do, have the dispute and come to an amicable resolution amongst yourselves using godly, wise leaders. That's That's the ultimate goal. Now, if you've exhausted every bit of effort, and it's not possible, and you can't get those guys to sit down and to address the situation, I'm just going to read to you what the Bible says, what the Apostle Paul says. He says, even to have such lawsuits with one another is a defeat for you. So if you're considering filing a lawsuit against them, Paul's saying, that's a defeat. You've lost the battle. Um, He says, why not just accept the injustice and leave it at that? Why not? Let yourselves be cheated. Now I know that's really, really hard to hear. I know I get it. It sounds harsh, but but I hope for anyone who's a regular listener to this podcast, you understand that I'm always passionate and committed to being honest to what the Scripture says and being faithful to the text. Being honest about what the passage says, and and here I have to be honest with you, the passage is very clear. That if you've if you've taken it to the leadership, of the church, you've done to the leadership of the church, and you've done everything you can, and, and, and it doesn't seem to get fixed, he, Paul says, why not just leave it at that? Just just take the loss, and and leave it at that, and just forgive. And, and again, the reason why we do that is because because ultimately, that's what God did with us. God forgave us when when we were wrong against Him, when we were unjust against Him. When we betrayed him, when we sought to cheat him, when we sought to do it our own way, we broke God's heart, we frustrated God, we broke his law, and we deserve punishment. But yet he chooses not to bring a a judicial spiritual lawsuit against us, but he chooses to forgive. And I think Paul is challenging us to do the same. Why not just accept the injustice and leave it at that? I know that's, that's really hard to hear for a lot of people in a lot of situations. And it's, it's, I know that that's not easy, but I wonder, I wonder if the Apostle Paul was, you know, I wonder if he was here today, what he would say. Well, I don't have to wonder. He, he said it. I mean, if he was here today, he would say, just let it go. Forgive. And again, easy to say, really, really hard to do. Um, I will say there's one caveat. I will say that God loves justice. God likes people being righteous and fulfilling the requirements of the law of the land in which they live. God is not a fan of people breaking the law. So if someone defrauded you in a way in which they broke the law um, or they did something that was illegal or is, is would be considered highly unethical within certain industries, I think there might be a case to be made. Where where we go to the police or we go to the regulating body, you know, if it was a if it was a real estate deal, you would go to the regulatory body of that or if it was a, you know, a deal with a particular type of business, you would go to whoever oversees that style of business, you know, know, whatever the business situation you find yourself in that go to whatever the governing body for that is. And, and and report it to the police from a legal matter. Now, if your motivation is to get back at them and to, to seek vengeance or to hurt that person, that's ungodly because, because the Bible says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Like God will, will, will mete out the vengeance. That's not our job to do. But, um, but if there's justice that needs to be served, if this person has broken the law in some way and they need to be held accountable for that, then I think I think filing a lawsuit would not be appropriate, but maybe bringing it to the bringing it to the attention of the authorities. Again, if you've tried to talk to the elders of your church and they're not listening, going to the to the leadership of your church and or leadership of your community or, or your state or your local senator or whatever and saying, hey. The law was broken. Justice must be served, and allow them to step in. And maybe occasionally, filing a lawsuit is the only way to do that. I would be very, very hesitant, and I would encourage you not to do that in any case. Um, But but maybe just seek some counsel from from some wisdom, from, from wise leadership. Maybe consulting a lawyer might be helpful. Um, if, if there's a Christian lawyer in your community or in your church, you could see, I think that would be helpful. Uh, someone who has a biblical perspective, uh, get some wise biblical counsel from someone who knows the law, get their opinion, get their advice, and just kind of know what the, what the law says and stay within the framework of the law. Um, but what I think Paul is saying here is if you've been cheated or been frustrated or wronged by, by another Christian, Allow the church to handle it internally. Allow the church to manage it, to bring discipline on that person. And if, if the church is not able to or not willing to do that and you've exhausted all options, then then you just choose to forgive. And the one caveat I add is if the law was broken, then justice ought to be served. Again, as long as your motivation is not just to get back at that person and to seek vengeance, but your, but your, but your motivation truly is to see righteous ethics uh, uh, upheld in your community, and, and you want to, you think justice needs to be meted out here, then I would maybe reach out to the governing authorities, not file a lawsuit, but but notify the government authorities of the laws that have been broken, and then pray for that person and pray that God would would bring conviction to their heart, and the Holy Spirit would deal with them as God sees fit. So I, I think that's my kind of my take on lawsuits. I would I would really really seek to avoid and abstain at, at all cost um with the one caveat of maybe bringing to the governing authorities if the law has been broken in one way or another, if you've been defrauded in a way that is illegal, may, maybe it's appropriate for the the courts to step in. And even even there, even in that case, I probably would be really hesitant if I'm honest. Um, so again, I know this is a tough situation. this is a tragic situation, this is an ugly situation for this regular listener and what he's found himself in. again, I'm I'm sorry to hear this. it breaks my heart. I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to ask God to give you wisdom. And I would challenge everyone out there, if you find yourself in any situation like this that is difficult, that is tragic, that is tough, that is fractured relationships, I would encourage you uh, to allow the scripture to govern what you do and how you do. Don't try to seek vengeance. Don't do what you feel like doing. But. Really honestly and objectively and prayerfully ask the Holy Spirit to guide you and allow the Bible To really be the final authority as to how you choose to tackle these sorts of situations In doing that I believe that God will be honored and that God will bless you and that God will God will will get vengeance on those who deserve Vengeance that God will bless you for being willing to forgive the injustice um, and that God will use this in your life to sanctify you, sanctify you to, to make you a stronger, better Christian, and to, to usher you into deeper intimacy with him. I believe that, that if you forgive, God will use this in your life in a powerful and beautiful way. I know that's easy for me to say and really hard for, for you to do, but that would be my encouragement to you. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Thank you to our regular listener for allowing me to speak into these, this really tough uh, situation. Again, my, my prayers will be with you. If anyone listening to this, if you have a question about anything I've said, you want me to bring clarity to anything I've said in this episode, love to hear from you, shoot me an email. Or if anyone out there is listening to this and you want me to address a particular topic or a question on a future episode of the podcast, even if it's completely unrelated to the topic we've tackled here in this episode, you can also feel free to reach out to me. Shoot me an email. The address is Hey Ortiz at us dot com. That's H E Y O R T I Z at theologyfortherestofus dot com. Thanks again for listening. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.